Hi, Nicole. Hi, Evie. How are you? Great. How are you? Cheers. Oh, cheers. This is going to be a terrible cheers because they're Slurpees. Cheers to the queers. Cheers to the queers. The Slurpee the queers. Slurpee queers. <laughs> our new, our new um, little uh, set, not set up, our new routine is Slurpees and cheese pickles. Yeah. Explain the cheese pickles. No. We're going to trademark them. What? Mm. Yeah, so they're can. pretty popular yeah. right now. Actually, yeah. I'll explain them since you will. <laughs> so you have to get. Um, We're gonna trademark them, even though we did not invent them. You have to get uh, sprinkle cheese. Hashtag trademarked sprinkle cheese and get like you heat the pan up first. Put the sprinkle cheese in the pan, and then it creates this like sort of cheese crust. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Like a cheese. You can't use just any kind of cheese mm. either. No. Like Swiss will just like disappear. No. Because like, we're, we're, we're American Gouda, cheese fans. It will not work. American cheese, the Velveeta, forget about it. I don't know. It would be so good. It sucks that it won't work. So it has to be sprinkle cheese. I don't know that the flavor of the sprinkle cheese matters that much, but it has to be sprinkle cheese. And then you cook it. You bastard. You cook it and then um, you put a pickle in it and then roll it. And it's like this fucking crispy cheese roll with a pickle in the middle. Evie's just dropping everything. And it's so good. So now we're doing um, Slurpees and fried pickles. That's a very healthy, too. It's very, very healthy. It is a vegetable, though. Well, I mean, we are a health podcast. Very much so. So, I mean, it is important for us to let our listeners know what we're eating so that they can model their diet after ours. Yes, I mean, that is our food pyramid. Um, Slurpees, Slurpees and fried, fried cheese, cheese pickles. pickles. And Slurpees at the bottom and the fried cheese pickles at I the mean, top. I mean, Slurpees are sort of foundational to everything. Yes. 7-Eleven Coke Slurpees. I, you know what? We are healthy in the way that we're not putting the flavors in it. <laughs> You know, we're no, not using that red dye or blue no dye blue number, yep. number three or whatever. Just plain, plain Jane Coke. Actually, I got Evie a Pepsi. So see, it isn't even plain Jane Coke. It's Pepsi. It's like Pepsi challenge accepted. It's so good, though. They're so good. That is their treat. It's our treat. That's right. How are you? How was your week? <sighs> good. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it, it's. Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of cheese though, I got to tell you. So, mm. um, I got this stuff that was like, it was out around Christmas and stuff, but like, it's got a long shelf life. So I wasn't worried about it. And it was this Swiss night, like fondue. Right. Mm -hmm. And so on Saturday, Amos and I were really excited to, you know, have some of this fondue. We'd gone down to DeVries Eastern market and gotten Love some that. other really delicious Did cheeses. Did you guys get blue cheese? Oh yeah. We got Is there some in there. Yeah. I gotta go get a piece yeah. of that one. So <laughs> on our break, <laughs> I need to get it. That's my favorite. Yeah, and you could you couldn't do that with fried pickles either. No, like you God, could certainly so stuff the pickle. We are with definitely the blue a blue cheese podcast. Ooh, stuffing a pickle like taking blue cheese, a little bit. taking the. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, and we'll talk about that. Oh, after. Anyway, so like good. Okay, Swiss cheese fondue. And so we were really excited Sounds to good. try it with you know some of the other things that we picked up at Devries. Heated that baby up, and oh my god, it was the most disgusting thing <laughs> I ever put in my mouth. I, and at first, Amos did not like it, and she's like, "Ew, I, I'm not a fan of Swiss cheese." And I was like, "Well, I love Swiss cheese. So sure. This is gonna be fucking right up my alley." No, no, not up your no, ma'am. It did not taste like Swiss cheese at all. It tasted like yeast. It just Ooh. sort of tasted like this. It tasted like we could probably beer some brew. Brew, brew some, some beer. Beer, beer some beer brew, some yeah. Brew. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I don't know what. Do you think it's from the time because you had it so long? Or no, do you think it's just the flavor of it? The again, the shelf life was like fucking forever. Was it like um a, a chunk of cheese or was it more in a thing? I think it was more of a cheese product. I, I don't know if it would actually be called a cheese Okay. It, it had a Swiss. very strange consistency to it. It was almost Weird. like, almost like it was dehydrated, but I don't think it was. <laughs> it's a fondue. It was super weird. That sounds fucking. It was awful. Excuse me. Fucking did you guys have anything awful. else to like make fondue with, or was did you just call no? It? There was just no. There was no fondue. That to was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had some other things. That, yeah, I, get know, it, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's just a kind of a disappointment there in the cheese category. That's sad. I'm really yeah. excited you got that blue cheese. I'm not gonna lie. That's all I'm thinking about. But um, good cheese is good. We are a cheese podcast. That's for sure. Yeah. In um, fact, I actually oh, okay. So I tried making 
some of my own cheese last night. What? Yeah. Except the problem is, is I didn't realize. So like I didn't realize when I bought the milk mm -hmm. that you can't use homogenized milk. Mm. So even though I added some like calcium chloride to it and I was able to get some curds, it's not quite right. No. So I'm going to have to keep working on it. But yeah, That's I'm learning how to make some though. cheese. Yeah. Um, my mom used to make Armenian string cheese and it was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. I'd like to get some. Um, every time I house sit, I was house sitting for Ro and Jess last week. They always have cheese. <laughs> and I always have to have one of their cheeses. Those string cheese or those little baby bell cheese. Yeah, I love those baby bell. They're so good. They're so good. Oh my God. I love their. We their are a vegan cheese. podcast. Very much so. Jesus, so good. Um, okay, great. How are you? How good, was your week? Good. Um, I fell again today. I fucking hate falling as an adult, and I do it all the time. I fell in the mud. <laughs> like I slipped getting on my car to a curb. There was a mud pile, and it was like out of a movie. Like I was like, whoa, 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 and it was like my feet ever. <laughs> and then I just fell. And this woman just looked at me, and she just dirty looked me up and down. And then she's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like. I'm fucking fine. Like, I didn't say it, but I was like, why are you giving me a dirty look? I didn't even, I don't even know you, but I got my Crocs all dirty. Maybe that's just the way her face looked, though. You know how it goes. Sometimes, you yeah. know how, do you remember resting bitch face and resting dick face and all Maybe. of that stuff? I, she I dirty mean, looked me. Some people just have dirty faces. Nah. I got Dirty so, looking faces. Uh, speaking of dirty, though, I got mud all over me, all over me, but it's good. Other than that, um, yeah. It's good for your skin. Well, it was like on my clothes, oh. so yeah. Um, you should have just rubbed it on your skin and then just said, "Hey, <laughs> just having a facial. It's fine." D D dirty Detroit mud, right? <laughs> that is great. Yeah, for, yeah, so good for you. It's like fifty percent gasoline. Oh my god! And then the the other day, the weather was so bad, and it was an eight mile getting gas, and I couldn't get the fucking gas pump to work. I went in he put the wrong pump the first time so i come back out couldn't get a torque a fucking semi truck splashed me with slush water and then it wouldn't work it would only go for like five seconds you know how the gas and then it would stop and i was it was so windy and it was so wet i was literally in tears i was so frustrated but then i couldn't i just couldn't get any more mad like i was so past mad that i was like this is a joke you know so it was a rough couple of days but. yeah other than that, um, there are just some days like that, though. You know what I mean? Where you wake up and literally everything goes wrong. The coffee yeah. overflows. Your car yep. won't start. Your yeah. This week was better than last. Um, and then I had a, a friend came over the other day and we watched uh, Waiting for Guffman. That was fun. I love that movie. Love it. Because <laughs> we were talking about it. And then, um, yeah. And then Megan. Oh, my God. Have you seen Megan yet? No, I haven't. Shut the fuck up. It's on Peacock. Is it's, it so good? It's about the doll. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It's so camp. It's so good. I loved it. I might watch it again tonight. It was really funny. Um, but, yeah. So, it was a good week. Awesome. 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 Well, hopefully this week will be even better. Because it so. is hashtag Nicola's perfect week. It is. It's my birthday tomorrow. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, now is the time, ladies. <sighs> Now is the time to get this those marriage proposals. This isn't even going to come out in. until like Friday. <laughs> My birthday already passed. Don't worry no, about it. No, we'll get it out tomorrow on your birthday. And now's the time to get in those marriage proposals for oh, Nicole. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's so many thing. coming. There's so many there, coming. Listen, I'm really looking for a green card. I'm not. You're gonna, gonna lie. have to. Yeah, send your application along with. Uh, what country you're from. What country you're from, we'll as well as the paperwork for Nicole to yes. fill out. <laughs> um, I'm just really trying to leave. I'm trying to trying to give um, myself in Texas a better life. You're so. just, you're going to have to also name your favorite lesbian author. Yeah, and favorite Taylor Swift song. And, and your we're favorite good. Taylor Swift song. And that's how we will make our decision. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to be. I think it's a solid way to make I a think choice. It's actually, literally, at this point. Um, and you know I'm great. I'm great to be with. I'm very romantic. Very romantic. Very romantic. Speaking of which, shall we get to, Let's topic? Get to topic? Well, I, Sydney, I can't Italian? Buongiorno, mi chiamo Benito. Ma Spanish? Do you know what? I don't know what he just said, but it sounded proper sexy. Romance is in the air, Nicola. <sighs> That's so much. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm very romantic. <laughs> I just I thought I'd make a big gesture. Are you, though? 
yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, me. I don't know. I'm definitely guess, not aromantic. No, you're not aromantic. So you are a romantic. Um, overall, do you consider yourself a romantic person? I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What are some romantic things you do? Well, wait a minute. First, let's start off with, we're talking about romance romance? this week. (laughs) Okay, now let's get back to it. Okay, well, okay. So what is romance? Let's start at the very beginning. Well, everybody knows what romance. Everybody. Do they? Do they, though? Well, the people who don't know won't be listening to I think there are some people who don't know what it means. (laughs) I know what you're getting at, but they're not listening. Um. Okay, fine. Give let's get the definition. You don't even have the definition. Where are you looking for just so you all know, she interrupted me to say that she needs to define it and she's now looking for it. <laughs> I had to find which open tab it was. Okay, all right, go ahead. Calm it down. Okay. Romance or romantic love. It's a feeling of love. For or a strong attraction towards another person and the courtship behaviors undertaken by an individual to express those overall feelings and resultant emotions. Okay. I also would like to state that since we're talking about this, and I don't know that we'll really cover this subject again, I also would like to overall kind of throw in um, romantic like idealism too. Because I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand. You know, obviously I'm not talking necessarily about like platonic relationships, but I'm talking about like romanticizing things. Like you you like the ideas, you know, you like the to make things more romantic in your head. So kind of that romantic notion. Because for me, that's a big part of the, it's kind of the underlying part of why I express myself the way I do in romantic relationships. Yeah. Well, so I think that's the thing though. Do you think that there are different ways to be romantic for different types of people mm-hmm. sure 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 yeah I mean overall I think yeah because I, I guess remember when we did that episode on love languages I guess that plays a part too because sometimes I suppose there are things that I could say that I think are romantic that another person wouldn't necessarily think are romantic right and vice versa they could say do something like and I'd be like romantic at all but like in their head it's romantic so, right yeah of so course. like it's completely subjective so so that's the thing though right i mean isn't that the trick like finding a romantic partner that you both think the same things are kind Ooh. of romantic do you know yeah, what i'm saying I'm sure sure because if a- you're paired up with somebody who doesn't like think that you know long watch long walks on the beach is a romantic endeavor mm-hmm. then and you do but for them, you know, it's more like cuddling up, watching a movie together. Sure, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think there's just kind of different ways of being romantic. And I just think that sometimes like, we just don't think of some of those things as romantic. And I think that's why, like, I'm not one of those kinds of romantic people that's like overly flowery um, in that kind of way. Yeah. But more like... You know, I do enjoy like those connections of intimacy and, you know, that feeling of closeness that you get when you're sharing that sort of private little bubble moment with sure. your partner. Like, I don't want to give you flowers, but I do want to get laid. I'm totally kidding. No, I'm I totally, totally love the flowers. Give me I'm the flowers. I'm totally with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm totally messing with you. I want the flowers. You In fuck fact, with you me all the time. Plant me a whole garden full. Yeah. <laughs> I can buy myself flowers. That's right. Now I'm gonna have a fucking song stuck <laughs> in my head. I've had it. I've re- we've it. all had it in our head for a month. Um, no, no, no. I'm I'm totally that. That was a joke. But um, you know, it's a really good, it's it's a good thing you said that though, because that did get me thinking about. Yeah, I mean. When I think of romance, I suppose I kind of fall back into the kind of older notions of what romance is. And I'm not talking like wooing, opening doors. I'm talking about like the romantics, like poets and words and and pretty things and pretty places and moments like that, you know. And I, I and sure, I guess there are a lot of people that just don't feel that way. So, you know, maybe that would be um that would be kind of a. Uh, it a, could be a, cheesy for somebody a, as opposed to romantic, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, oh my yeah. God, this is so over the yeah. top. Also, I would say, like, I feel like no matter what, if somebody's trying earnestly to do something nice for me, if I like that person, for the most part, I'm not going to be like, 
this is so fucking cheesy. Like, I'm going to appreciate it. I mean, if it's all the time, like, okay, but okay, okay, so here's, so- here's, a, here's an example. Flowers, right? Okay. I don't know how I feel about them. I think they're very pretty and I like flowers. Okay. I'm not, I could not tell you the name of any flower. You could literally, I mean, po- probably a rose I'd have down. Um, and I do know what a tulip is. I was just going to ask. You have I to do know, know what, what a, a tulip, tulip is. is. Michigan. You, you grow up exactly, in yes. Other than that, I, I couldn't fucking tell you anything. I dated somebody that got me flowers constantly. And and I, the worst part was, is I would just put them in my back seat. <laughs> oh, God. I know. And then um, when I'd go back over to that person's house, i put my coat over it. Because I don't want them to see my little fucking flower graveyard. Because I was just <laughs> dead flowers and it was all in the, the fucking time. And I was just like, it did. Tur- it was kind of a weird thing. I don't know. And and it's too bad because that person was really awesome and like, but that was very romantic for them. But like, I was judgmental in that way that I just said I wouldn't be. Right. Well, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, even if you're not like thinking it's cheesy or whatever, it's definitely not necessarily an action that's going to read as romantic to you. Yeah. It's, it's gonna just read it going to read something or... like you know, like oh, they're trying too hard, or oh, and you know, seemed, it's they cheesy didn't or me. oh, they whatever. Didn't, they you know? know I'm not like. Like, I like flowers, but I'm not, like, like, I can get it. Like, I know some people love flowers. They love gardening. They love that stuff. So they would, you know, appreciate that in a different way. Now, if you got me, that fucking thing keeps falling. I'm sorry. I'm sure that's frustrating. You know, if you got me, like, some of the things that you know that I like, right? Like, coming over and bringing that stuff that you know that I like, then I'm going to think it's the most romantic thing in the world. Like a cheese-wrapped pickle. And so, a cheese-wrapped pickle, a Slurpee. Uh, you know, like th- th- things that like you know that I enjoy, any little thing, you know, that I enjoy, do that and, le- you know, but when it's just something that's like this idea of just a nice thing to do, I don't appreciate it as much as I, I would other things. Now, that being said, um, I know my moves were kind of shitty, but I was also like, I was like... Basically living out of my car at that point because I was driving back and forth a lot. And so I just had to keep f- fucking throwing the things in my back seat and putting my coat over them. And I was just like, well, what do I do with all this shit? Like, it was all the time. But now I did have somebody bring flowers up to my work once. And that was entirely charming. Like, just one time. One time we were, like, kind of hanging out. And that was really nice. You know, that's kind of like, like that's romantic. But, like... Yeah. 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 When it was like a, I'm wooing you with flowers every day, it was kind of, it was weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, sometimes like it does feel like it's kind of almost like a forced act. Like I think that this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to do it. Like I remember like when I was like younger dating and um you remember okay you know I don't know if they still do this anymore I haven't been out on a Friday or Saturday night at a restaurant <laughs> in a really long time but uh you know how like at certain restaurants back in the day the people would fucking come in with their buckets of roses and try oh to my sell God. the fucking yes. couples well I feel like that was really popular in LA I didn't see it as much in Michigan but like in LA constantly there and, was that lady that would come around and fucking try to sell and it's just so fucking embarrassing and yeah. awful and like oh god please just get the fuck away from my table because no I don't want it one year stupid roses that don't even smell good I know but I always bought one because the ladies were so nice they but, were yeah. so nice but that's the thing it's like you know it was like they're coming around and so it's almost like you feel like the pressure to mm-hmm. buy one you know what I mean or like oh I have or stopping at you know to pick up a, f- a flower for the first date you know what I mean like one yeah. of those kinds of things it's like one of those like almost expected moves as opposed to a genuine yeah. like move you know what I mean and I think that can Jeez. kind of play well, into it too you know you know what the worst part for me was the worst thing about it aside from the fact that I had a flower graveyard in my backseat, the worst thing about it was that I felt obligated to bring something too. Like I felt like I'm like, it felt really gendered because, you know, obviously I'm, you know, I, I was, you know, I'm a woman and I was dating an identified woman, identified person. And so I was like, I felt this weird, like almost sort of, I don't know how to explain it. It felt very gendered in some weird way. And maybe that was all in my head, but I was just like, and I felt awkward because I'm like, do I bring a flower to, is this like, do we, 
do we give like like an old do we pass each other flowers before we hang out every time it was nice that she was doing that but it, it put a lot of like weird pressure on me to not know what to fucking do it made me like kind of not want to go there because then I was like, oh, well, she's going to give me something. Do I have to give her something? <laughs> and I never knew what to fucking give her. So I didn't half the time because I'd be like, you know, I brought her a bread once because I was like, I don't I don't know what to get her. I got her a flower once, but I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, we're just paying. Here's yours. Here's yours. <laughs> and then so I brought her a loaf of bread once What? because what? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is I feel like I am naturally fucking romantic. Like I, you, I like to take the time to learn about somebody and learn things that they like. And I, I am not great at gifts. I used to be better when I was younger. I was more creative. I'm just not, not that I'm old or anything, but I'm just not as like, I'm not as, um, <laughs> I was so excited about every single person that I talked to when I was younger is the biggest difference. Now I'm a little more hesitant. I wait to see how it plays out before I get, before I'm fucking writing and sending poetry and planning our first trip to New York City. So yeah. I could say I love you on the Empire State Building. Like, I, that was my jam before, but now I'm a little bit more like, um, you know, let's see where this goes first before we go into all that. But um, yeah, like I feel like I'm naturally fairly good at that stuff. But when it's push, with pressure, I squirm out of it. You know, I was like, irritated i was fucking irritated because i'm like not again and i'm not joking it was like like five times right in a row and i'm like i okay so what do you consider romantic like what do you consider to be a romantic gesture? okay paying attention to me and what the stuff i talk about Wait, what i like i'm sorry what were you saying up. <laughs> and then it you don't have to don't it's not about buying me anything or doing anything um, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty passionate like, about, are you like, like a little, like, do you like maybe for example, like little love notes, like dropped into like oh, sure, a bag yeah. or something okay. that you find later and you're like, Oh my God, that's so cute. Um, yeah, yeah. That can be. No, that, no, that can be nice. Um, I've had that experience too. And it was, it was, it wasn't so cute, but that's a whole different story. I, I don't want to like get, cause I don't want to make it seem like it's about a certain person. But like, you know, yeah, that can be really cute. And especially when we're dating for a while and like maybe you know what, like to me, I would think be romantic about that. It's like, let's say I know you're going to work and you have this thing going on or you're doing that or, you know, just going to think about you through the day. Like just this sort of, you know, write a nice little thing or do something, um, you know, also like not helpful. I don't need help, but those acts of service, you know, sort of like this is what you have going on. Let me either be there for it or help you with it. Or like, um, really the most romantic thing to me is like, again, just finding out what I actually like, what I'm interested in, and then maybe planning something around that. And it doesn't have to be all the time. We don't need, you know, yeah. but like, let's say, you know, I like these movies or these bad, you know, you know, if, if anybody listens to me talk, you know, I fucking like Twilight. Set up a fucking Twilight Marathon. I'm going to fall in love. I think that stuff is stupid but romantic, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One Tree Hill Marathon, you're in. Oh, don't even. Don't even tempt me. I will literally fall in love with you if you say, let's watch One Tree Hill. A Jersey Shore. A, you know, little goofy things that I like. If you're going to, like, like, do that, you don't have to like it, but, like, I want to find out what that person likes and do that with them. Yeah. You know, find out something they're interested in. And, you know, you know, I like boats, right? Right. Take me to see a boat. I don't, it doesn't have to be big, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously going on a boat would be nice. But I mean, like, there's enough boats around to, like, drive. Like, if I knew somebody like boats, I would say I know where BoatNerd.com is, right? I know the headquarters. I know where there's ships docked and stationed. I even know now where there's other ships docked and stationed and, you know, down, like, Navy Pier area. Like, Luna Pier, not Navy Pier. Luna Pier. Like, do something like that, you know? That, I think, is incredibly romantic, personally. And that's what I try to do. So, I guess I go off what I like. You know, what about you? Yeah. So you go off what you like. Do you think that's always been really successful for you? Or do you think that there's no. been some misses because <laughs> sure. maybe they have a different version of what romance is? Sure, sure. Of course. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that like I'm, you know, again, 
I used to be a lot more, um, uh, what's that word? Spontaneous with my feelings, spontaneous and, um, free, you know, with how I felt towards people. And I'm definitely not as open and spontaneous with my feelings anymore. So it's changed a little bit. I used to be really good at it when I would be really be like, I'd say really big things quickly, nice things, you know, not like I'm in love with you, but like, you know, you mean this to me. I was very open with that. And I feel like I'd, I loved to create moments. I have some of the most incredible moments. Like I could write a book with some moments that I have with people and there are people like situations that maybe didn't even deserve the most romantic moments, but I created them because it was important to me. Right. Right. So I feel like I was bold then. And obviously there are going to be misses because there's some people that are just not into spontaneity like that. But for the most part, I was more successful. Whereas now I'm way more cautious and like not as giving with how I feel and open about it. I'm a little bit more closed off. So yeah. So, um, because my heart has been fucking ran over multiple times. So I'm a little more hesitant on like just being like, ah, here it is. Here I am. Yeah. 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 It takes you, more than a few weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> um, So like you were saying earlier, though, that you feel like romantic idealism like mm-hmm. is also a huge part of it for you. So mm-hmm. like how does that play into it? Well, like, for example, I don't go um, – I won't go even a week without going for a drive and seeing something beautiful, seeing a great lake, seeing boats, seeing a forest, doing something big, right? Like I have to, I'm not the type of person that just lives in my life. I have to romanticize it. It has to be big. I have to like, even something stupid is crossing state lines. I have to do something where I feel like I'm, you know, so I romanticize things, you know, and that kind of plays into personal relationships. Generally speaking, when I'm in one, I'm not that humdrum about it. I do try to make it a little more magical than it probably is for the most part. And so I feel like that plays into my idea of romance, you know? I mean, and maybe that's why I stopped at the fucking flower thing because it just seems so ordinary to me. Whereas I wanted to make it like, I, you know, I wanted to show her something that she had never seen before. It's a conversation we had and it was big to me. I was like, no, I want to do that. And she wanted to bring a flower every day, you know? So it, it, we were definitely not yeah. meeting in the middle there. And there's no right or wrong. We just have different. And I feel like I'm just a little more, my my I romanticize life a little bit. Much. So in terms of the romanticization, though, like the romantic idealism. Sure. Do you think a part of that idealism includes sort of like that yearning, that romantic yearning of like something, you know what I mean? Of like, course. That's, I mean, I yeah, I read Macon at a really early time and influential time which was like all about like the whole ideal idea of like happiness is in the longing it's in wanting it's in the idea the of suffering it. though too right 100 percent. that's exactly what suffering yeah. is but i i don't know how to not be like that yeah. like but it's also caused me to have the coolest fucking life because i've done so many things because of it you know like i have never been able to just be okay and sure it's makes my brain it's exhausting being you in that way but like and and it's done some really bad things but it's done so many amazing things too you know because of that I've the places I've gone the way the things that I've done the love that I have had is big because of that so I don't know I mean I feel like I'm in more of a balance now than I've ever been before but also it's really fucking boring a lot of the time so I'm kind of starting to lean back into my old self to be honest you know, I've been leaning back into the old me too, and I like mm. it. I like it a lot better. Me too. Um, but you know, one of the things that I know, like for me, like when I was younger, especially, mm-hmm. I definitely equated like so I think that's another thing too, like in terms of romance, right? Sure. Like is eras that we grow up in, right? Like Oh yeah. There there are certain things from like my childhood, your childhood, that now we kind of look back on and we're like, ew. Ooh, that's stalkery. Ooh, that's a little rapey. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh but, my god. But yes. back then, those were like romantic ideals and notions, you know. And for me, when I was younger, one of the sort of romantic 
notions that I had was that, yes, not just that everything had to be so big and bold, but it had to be very dramatic too. Right. Yeah. And I remember there was this one day in high school and I had just seen my boyfriend in the hallway and everything was great. And I saw another couple arguing and I was jealous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we just don't have enough drama. Yeah. So and you, you think know, it's, you're like, it's not, it's chemistry. We don't have chemistry. You know, immediately yeah. what I went out and did after that class <laughs> started a fucking fight. Yeah. Because I needed that drama and I was conflating that sort of idea of like, yes, these big feelings, everything has to be so big in order for it to actually matter. And that includes the, you know, the, the tantrums. I was so destructive in my younger years with people, with people's hearts, with people's, with my words. Um, And I thought that it meant passion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I did. And so I or I would see a, yeah, a couple crying or see these big I see these monologues on TV where there's this big emotional you don't know me, you'll never know me. And what am I fucking saying 40 minutes later? You don't know me, you'll like saying all this <laughs> bullshit to like make it a moment. Yeah, like everything had to be theatrical and dramatic yeah. and big. Oh, oh, yeah. And I did I did confuse a lot of that with romance. Right. So, and you know, and I'm probably doing it a little bit right now too. Um, again, I, I just went through so much the last few years with relationships, you know, some big ones ending and stuff that like, I've, I just, I needed a break. I've never had a break. I've never taken a break. In the last few years I've taken a break from like dating and being with somebody. I've always been with somebody. I've had a girlfriend since I was seven, no, 18. So I was 18 years old. And so, and, and, and like after that time, it really, I can look back now and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Some things I did think were romantic were just really abuse. Were really just me being a piece of shit. Like, and I'm so embarrassed about that because I was so confident that it just made me a passionate person when in reality it just made me kind of an abusive dickhead. Yeah. And it's embarrassing, you know, and and I'm not I'm I'm don't want to be like that. I don't want to confuse that kind of romance. And, you know, and I feel like I start to a little, even with like the flower thing, like the part of me is like trying to make it bad for, but, but then again, I, I didn't, I, I did feel a little annoyed because I did feel obligated, even though that's on me and that wasn't her fault. But like, I felt like a little weird about it and I could have just been more of an adult and just had that conversation, yeah. but it was still fairly new and whatever. It ended pretty quickly anyway. But, um, yeah, so I, I guess I'm kind of kind of returning to myself a little bit in the way that I'm I'm gonna be a little more um generous with my heart because that's been really closed off for a while. I'm gonna be more open to that. Yeah. I've decided that I'm gonna be more open to that. That's something new. But I'm also I have enough time to have perspective on what that's not romance. That's just me, yeah, throwing a fucking fit to bring drama out, to emotions flying. Because, you know, I have this idea of like, you know, it's like the notebook when, you know, when in reality, there was a really abusive, toxic situation too, right? Like, I don't remember the details, but I remember thinking like, <laughs> like, it's actually not good that what he's doing and what she, what they're doing. And, but the, you, you sorry, I never I saw it, something so I can't comment. It's actually, it's weirdly like, it's beautiful in the how it ends and it is I I really like Rachel McAdams I think she's a wonderful actress but like there's all this tension and there's grabbing each other in the rain and I love you and like you know there's this idea that it's romantic to just throw yourself out there even if that person is like setting boundaries you know so like it's I feel like you're you had nailed the head hit the What's that expression? I hit the nail on the head (laughs) or the hammer on the nail. That one, both of them. (laughs) With saying the eras too. And man, the early 2000s were wild with like abusive relationships being like on TV and everything that we were like. Well, oh my God, that fucking song by the police, Every Breath You Take. (laughs) Okay, when I was growing up, like that song was so romantic. It was like... It was not considered in any way, shape, or form stalkery, right? Yeah. Now we look back on it and we're like, 
Oh, that's a little creepy, dude. Yeah, like, I what mean, are you doing? We finally learned the about the Say like, Anything yeah. movie. Remember the Say Anything movie where he holds that's a the great example. Yes, uh, boombox over his head, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, just belligerently like just chasing her down and like forcing his, you know, sort of like. Yeah, no, it's like disrespecting her boundaries. On, right, yes. exactly. And we're like supposed and to be charmed that by it. Was our generations like this is like this is love? Oh my god, and the so worst. What so is that? Fucking manipulated into all of that. Sixteen stuff. candles. Sixteen candles was so fucking gross, so rapey, and it's so offensive. And so the gross. way they just pass that blonde girl around, and like the way you're like, oh, he's so. He's such a good guy. And even he's Duck, such a good guy because he doesn't rape her. Even Ducky was the fucking like had no would not take no for an answer. No, like per, like would not respect her boundaries. They're all we have such warped ideas of that. So Wait, that's like, that, yeah, I'm I'm getting Breakfast Club and 16 Candles. Oh, Breakfast Club is just as them, bad. Like, kind of they're all terrible. Now. They're all they're and they're all that pretty same and pink. Yeah. yeah, they're all the, Ducky's pretty and pink. Yeah, they're all that same guy too. John Hughes. Yeah, and I love those I movies. Know, I like know. I, it's such a slice of like my childhood that you know it's like I yes I know how fucking terrible and problematic they are, but you know oh, what? It's, it's, I'll still fucking enjoy watching. Well, it. the same with like okay, so you know if you know anything about me, you know the shows I love, right? One trio, Gossip Girl, um, Pretty Little Liars, a little later, but still Pretty Little Liars. They're, they have the worst relationship um, examples on TV. Um, a lot of the shows that were 2000s and they're, you know, I'm, I was past the point where I was being really influenced by it, but I feel like we're always influenced by what we watch, especially when we watch shows that are like One Tree Hill that's like so long and so big and I rewatch it all the time. It's got to do something to my brain. One Tree Hill has uh is is a perfect example of like how did it like put down roots inside your head? Oh, for sure. And, yeah. And even though like I wasn't watching it as like a kid, I'm sure it still affects. I mean, if you're spending any amount of time watching something that much, it has to affect something. And I mean, um, the cool thing about One Tree Hill is that the the three female stars of the show are. They um, a couple years ago started a podcast called Drama Queens, and I it's the only podcast that I listen to every single week the day it comes out. It's the only one, and I listen to every episode. And the whole reason they did this is because they experienced horrible traumatic abuse from the showrunner, like all the sexual abuse, all this stuff, all this terrible stuff that went on. So they kind of reclaimed it. They're rewatching the show, and they talk about all the behind the scenes things. But um, but it's interesting because they talk a lot about how <laughs> the early two thousands were just so like fucked with the idea of like what love is supposed to be again drama crying grabbing faces you know making a scene those are the big you know the quiet stories just don't aren't as interesting so I feel like I suffered from that when I was younger and I I romanticized the wrong ideas so absolutely yeah I'm hoping and I'm really hoping in in you know the next relationship I'm in or whatever that um I still have the that um the perspective to like not get kind of you know um swept up in the the drama of anything because it's really shitty yeah i know but it's kind of hard right i mean it's really hard to not get swept up into the drama i know i want to take you to your city and i want to say i'm in love with you and then i want to have a fight and i want you to run through (laughs) it's funny because i actually had that happen she had no shoes on ran through the streets of New York City and I had to chase her. And then I jumped in a cab and went down um, downtown and watched Melissa Farrick instead. But that's beyond the point. Regardless, it's those moments, you know. It's those moments God. that are in the movie of your life that you're like, that's where you're struggling and you're you're like, it's the, it's the, it's the passion, it's the drama, it's the the, you know, the what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking desire the longing, the longing to have what you cannot have you know the tension god i love tension yeah the tension and i think a lot of times i think that's what you know i mean like i think a lot of times that's what happens in you know long term relationships it's really easy to let the romance die yes and that's i think that's kind of where like you know things kind of go awry you know what i'm saying like yeah. when the romance dies i mean but then again but what about aromantic people? Do you want to talk about that at all? Sure. I mean, the whole spectrum of people that 
um that you know have some you know like well they're like, romantic desire is a spectrum for yeah them. exactly or they have no 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 desire whatsoever which is a totally different like ball game and i would love it if we could have someone on the show oh, that, i would love to that would yeah you know would be able to speak to it because i just can't I can't. I can't. I'm obsessed with romance and romantic desire. So I feel like it wouldn't even be, I would do it a disservice. But like, I think it's really interesting that in, you know, I kind of brought this up earlier and I don't, I don't know if this is right, but I'm, I'm sort of in some ways, it's funny because how romantic my ideas are. I still find myself being slightly science minded where I'm like, I wonder if all of this, this stuff that's happening with like asexual people and stuff is some biological event in a way to like with you know evolution because of overpopulation and so like it's changing sort of the the nature of humans and relationships and you know less people are having babies less the only way nature could correct itself is to change i get it with the asexuality but the aromantic would almost like like Create, you'd think that it would almost create more separation because you're not creating those kinds of loving bonds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's more potential to overall just mate and have more children. But I think um, we approach sexuality different now that we have, you know, contraception for now. For now, you never know if they're going to take away birth control. Well, so, some of us do anyway. Yeah, some yeah. of us have access to it. Some, some of us don't, don't. But yeah, I don't know. I know that's a really um, weird thing to say, but I I, tr I always think of things in terms of that because it makes the most sense to me because we would have to correct. I mean, evolution would correct any problem. It just might not look like what we think it would look like. But um, I, I would it's love to look have, like AI. I would honestly. Do you remember that movie Cherry Two Thousand? Yeah. Oh my God, do I remember? Yes, from like the eighties. <laughs> Talk was, about a gross fucking like. Well, that fucking. Do I don't know it? how you're not throwing that out the window, Evie. I would be so pissed. I get so angry. That's a. I got to work on my anger. I've been trying to meditate because I get so angry all the time. Like the when yesterday when that truck splashed me and the thing was I was like in tears and I was like gonna break something. I'm like I can't. I'm gonna get arrested. So I need to start meditating. But anyway. Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000. Um, so on Peacock, the movie Megan is streaming. Uh-huh. And it's not the same because it's a, a, a child doll, obviously. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not a, a but sex Android, doll. <laughs> Well, the gross part is, and, you know, my friend Emily and I were talking about it. And I'm like, you know, they could never have that. It could never make one of those because fucking creepy grown-ass men would buy it. It would turn into some gross, it wouldn't be for kids. It would turn into some gross, like, pedophilia-driven industry. Oh, yeah, and, that's and so, the, yeah. And that's where the money, like, you know, that's where they'll they'll sell where they have to sell. It'll turn, like, sex dolls to me are just, it's so gross because it's like a, a, a legal loophole. And I feel like Cherry 2000 was an example of that. Like, it, there's even a part of the movie when one of the grown men hits the doll. But it's a doll and it's a murdering doll. So, you know, to be fair. But it's still one of those things where you're like, oh, I don't like that. No. Yeah. So I feel like it sucks because we can't go with AI with women because fucking dolls will be abused too. Yeah. It's you a know? man's world. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, this was a wild conversation, but I think we kind of made some really good points. I, you know, I, I feel like we broke new ground on romance and all that it is. It's interesting. I love finding out that I'm a piece of shit on the air. <laughs> I do. I love finding out that I'm like, oh my God, Evie, I'm going to throw it out the window for you. I love finding out that I'm like, was like doing bad things where I'm, I have that moment on the air where I'm like, oh wait, no, that's not romantic. That's actually kind of a abusive. So um, again, something for my therapist and something for me to work on. Hashtag Nicole is perfect. Hashtag fuck. No, no. Hashtag it like literally every episode. I'm like walk away with like, oh my God, I am the worst. But, but it's, you're you know not. what? It's my birthday week, so I'm giving it to myself. You're the best. Tomorrow I'm gonna go to the marshes. That's what I do. That's I think the marshes are some of the most beautiful places in Michigan, and I love them. It's too cold and too wet to go walking through them. Um but I'm going to go to them and I like driving around. Like on Lake Erie? No, I go, so I go north and I take, uh, you go to, um, 
uh, Lake St. Lake Sinclair Shores and is at 25, head up 25 north and just keep taking it north and it'll go up, get up into like China Township, like um, past the lake. And then that's where the marshes start. And it, you can take it all the way to um, Port Huron so you can see the lighthouses and stuff like that. But about 30 miles before Port Huron, there's it's filled, it's all marshland and it's gorgeous. Nice. I love it. Yeah. So. Did you take the day off? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have good. the day off. So. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. But... Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, let's get to crushes. Let's get to crushes. Crush. Right, Nicole. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. you have a crush this week. Tuesday. It is no, Tuesday. No, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I've been working on my Australian. It's not so good. No, no it's not. It's terrible. You got it. No, I've been doing so good on it until I got here. Pineapple. No, Pine, pineapple. Pine, pineapple. If you want to do a ski, wait, no. Skew. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I'm terrible at I accents, but I can't. I think crush. about, I know, I know, nor. Okay. That's it. Got a nor. They are nor you got a black black a black box. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got a crush. You got a crush. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Australia. I am so sorry. I know we have listeners in Australia too. I'm not. I so much we want to say down under, and like... I won't say it. Down under. Uh, <laughs> nor Cleo. Oh uh, fuck! I love Australia. We need to tour. We need to go tour in Australia. Koala. No. Kangaroo. Koala cool. cool. bears too. Koala. Yeah. But now it's the guys sound British. They're bears. They're not I, bears. They're no. marsupials, right? They're marsupials. Yeah. Kangaroos. What the fuck is up with kangaroos? It's a dingo ate my baby. <laughs> is that how she said? A dingo ate. A dingo ate my baby. Dingo ate my baby. We're so bad at it. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Down on the. I'm so sorry. That's it. Shrimp on the bobby. We're done. Okay. We're done. We're done. They're going to stop listening to us. We love you, Australia. Love you, Australia. You're our favorite. That's her. Isn't Australia our largest listenership outside of the States? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to learn an Australian accent. Oh, because they love that. I'm going to so learn it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Anyway, um, my crush this week is Friedrich Bachmann. He's an author. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. obviously. makes so much sense. No. So, okay. So, I think I told you about um, one of my favorite books of all time called Bear Town. And it's about this hockey club in the middle of the Swedish forest. It doesn't, I don't know how else to explain it. An event takes place in this town in the middle of the forest and it changes things. And it's about the people who own the hockey club. And it's the trilogy and it's it's translated from Swedish. Swedish. Um, and the third book was translated um, a, a month ago and I've been on the waiting list and I got it today. So I started listening to it. That's one of the reasons why I want to go so to the market. Yeah. It's so good. He's such a beautiful author. He, he's also like an author of like a million other books. Um, uh, there's some really popular ones. I'm a man named Ove, I think, or something. I don't know. He's a, he's a really popular author. But uh, Beartown is brilliant. Um, it's beautiful. I don't know how to explain it. It's just one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. And I really love pretty words. And then um, the second book is Us Versus Them. And then the third book is The Winners. So I just started The Winners today. That's one of the reasons why I want to go <laughs> to the office a little bit. So I can just listen to it on my headphones. Because it's so good. And I love him. He's just a gorgeous writer. And you couldn't possibly listen to it outside of the office. It's, you know, I listen to books in certain places. I don't listen to them at home unless I'm doing something. Something. I don't because I don't my intention just doesn't work that way I see so I listen to them when I'm driving or when I'm in the office doing like paperwork stuff um or walking those are the times that I like to listen to things gotcha. um it, I just it doesn't work for me to just sit and listen to it at home I'll read physical books at home um but the only physical books I read are you know Zoe gets caught Zoe Passmore the whole island boyfriends and girlfriends so those are the only physical books I read but um Audible books are my jam. So this is a really good one. It's 20 hours. I love when a book is 20 hours because it's like, it's just so good. And um, who's the author or who, hold on, give me one second. Because the woman who reads it, you know, a big part of audiobooks is who the narrator is. For me anyway, it's a big part of if I'm going to like like it. I have definitely 
not loved books because of I just there's something with the narrator. Absolutely, I, can't get I can't, there have been narrated books where I just it makes me want to go to sleep. This narrator, Marin Ireland, she's an actress too. She's a pretty big actress, and you'd recognize her if you saw her. She is a fantastic narrator, and she has narrated all three books, and she just does it justice. It's just such a good job with it. So, dual crush her too, her too, her too. But yeah, so Friedrich Bachmann, beautiful book. Um, anyway, do you ever read David Foster Wallace? No. Somebody just told me I need to read Infinite Jest, and it just became available. And that's a conversation for another time. Um, so who's your crush this week? My crush this My- week. <laughs> This week, Cockney, I'm right? Trying so hard. Is it so strong? Moi, you gotta be like more my, like moi, my, like yeah, moi, moi. You sound like a like moi. You sound like um. Moi crush this week. Yeah, it sounds like um something from like Les Mis or something. I'm talking to you, yeah, to buddy. Okay. Moi crush this week is. My crush this week is Nicole. Oh, okay. Cause it's your birthday. It's your birthday. And you're my podcast buddy I love you I love you too thank you thank you thank you thank you ladies and gentlemen thanks for listening thanks tonight for listening to queerdos yeah you can find us on instagram at queer podcast I feel like I always fuck at it up queerdos on facebook or vice versa I don't know you. you'll find us you can't figure it out by now I, I fucking forgot to do you. socials last week Damn it. I am yeah. so I'm gonna do both tomorrow. You're, it's my birthday. You're gonna be working so hard on content creators never sleep. Content creators never sleep. I'm creating content for you guys. I'm gonna hit both. I'm gonna hit both tomorrow. Um, all right. So hashtag the shit out of it. Stay weird. Hashtag Nicole I always do. You put like four hashtags. You put literally like gay. I, I hashtag gay. Actually, I don't do the social. I know, but when you do do them, you put like four hashtags. You did it with once. <laughs> It was like hashtag gay. It's too much work. (laughs) Stay weird. Be queer. Bye. Bye.